Music can only mean one thing. Uh, you're listening to Two Smoking Guns, and it's fantastic to uh, have you all come on the uh, come on the journey with us across the next hour. Um, it's well, I mean, what can I say? We've uh, we've we've had a, a little uh, a little summer break. You know what they call soiree. it? Though. They call it a sabbatical. Oh, it's a sabbatical. All right, but uh, let me let me get the introduction uh, properly sorted out for you because yes. I can't I can't. Start Start a show without, uh, and as always, uh, acknowledging my great mate. And you've snuck in early on me, so you've thrown me a curve. Sorry, ball, but that's okay. So my great mate, uh, the king of the keyboard, the baron of the buttons. He's got more stings than a bee. He's the <laughs> maestro of all things music. Rutsy, it's a very big hello to you. Well, that's a very fine introduction to a man who does very little. But I was reminded of the the, uh, the fact that you used to call me the button man. Oh, the and that mystery is still going on. Oh, I know. I saw 60 Minutes the other night, and they still haven't found the button the man. The button man. So he might be sitting opposite you in the studio. Now, <laughs> just, in, they, just in case and, you don't And they know. haven't found that mystery couple, the, 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 the snoozer that ran away with his no, best mate. No, they haven't his, found or that. Or his wife's best friend or yeah. something, and the caravan burnt, and the tent got And they haven't found the girl that, that um, took all the money off the other the oh, all her friends yes. and and did a dash. Now, yeah. how can they not find people? No, I don't know. She's uh, she has disappeared. Mm. Seriously disappeared. A lot of mysterious stuff happened on our sabbatical. Yeah, well, in fact, I'm glad we're I, back to I, solve I, a lot of this can stuff. Can I tell you? I watched a fantastic show, uh, albeit that it was all about a, a really bad bottomed <laughs> robber. A what? <laughs> a badass is a what, what I was going to say. A bad bottomed. <laughs> Um, it's conjuring he, up really nasty things. He robbed something like three hundred banks. This bloke, and he had three hundred. Mate, he used to knock over three a day. Really, he, he'd knock over three in fifteen minutes. Busy. He'd go to the ANZ and go, hand it over. Really? <laughs> he'd go to the he'd go to Westpac or Commonwealth or whatever the or State Bank. It was probably back in that day. Yeah. This is back in the this is back in nineteen eighty four, right? Really? So yeah, probably still in yeah, only just out of the shorts and you know and uh, whatever we were doing back then. You were. Probably in, in England or something on your ten year having was a rest after school. <laughs> Backpacking. Backpacking. There you go. Um, but he had disguises, and it was unbelievable. They reckon he was actually quite ingenious. I yeah. mean, he had wigs and glasses and hats. And, oh, so he did the full theatre. Oh, mate, production. he had it all going. He had a shotgun down the down the front of the strides. He had a pistol around the back. And of course, in those days, he'd walk into the bank. No cameras. No cameras. No, no screens. No bars. He would just do the. He'd shimmy, shimmy. <laughs> across the <laughs> across the desk at the front and go, "Just give me your money." Yeah. You yeah. know, go to the bank manager. Was there anyone that said to him, "There's no cash here, Neville"? Neville at any point? There's no cash. No, because no he cash. used to say. I know there is cash. cash <laughs> and he get the bank manager, and you know, poor old bloke has been there for forty years, yeah. you know, shaking like a leaf. Yeah. And there no, were no screens and no timing on the, you know, no. the safes or any That's of that. Right. You know, no laser lights. And, you know, I mean, you, you didn't have to be MI five to no. go and roll a bank. <laughs> no, Tom. I mean, to, Tom, no Tom Cruise mission no, impossible. No Tom Cruise required back yeah. then. Yeah. Um, anyway, he rolled and rolled and rolled, and the last, the, his last one was a, a very large siege in Sydney. Mm. And he actually um, surrounded himself with several hostages that actually made a... a oh, like a, a human a, barrier. There was a human shield yes. around him. Anyway, so he's, he's gone and grabbed a Datsun 180B. <laughs> there's six of them in there. There's three in the front. There's three in the back. He's sitting in the middle. Yeah. The poor bloke trying to drive the car's never driven a manual. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, the car's going all over the joint. Anyway... Uh, so should have put a bit more thought oh into mate, the getaway I'll car. I tell you what, and at one point uh, the coppers had him surrounded. Yeah. Now one copper has actually gone up and leant in the window, yeah. and at which time old mate yeah. has just pulled out a gun, Boom. shot him between the eyes. Wow, that bloke is still alive today. Really, the bullet passed literally the, through the bridge of his nose, yeah. missed his brain, what, d- and deflected came, off the bone, came out the back. 
but it missed the brain. Missed everything important on the way through. Wow. Yeah, Black Eye for a couple of days, but, <laughs> you know. Other than that, true story. He said, I've lived to see my kids grow up and I've seen my grandchildren. And- so, so, I, I don't know apropos of anything. I've I don't got know no why idea you, how why you've segued there. Uh, Did they find this bloke? Huh? Did they find this bloke? Or is he Mate, still on the loose? Cabang. Oh, they got him. Killed him in the car. They yep. got him. So, um, but it was... In the uh, Datsun. Yep. Had the Datsun going. It was the, you know, that burnt orange sort of colour? Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, brown vinyl brown seats. Brown vinyl seats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four on the floor. <laughs> or three on the tree. Probably four on the floor. Yeah, we the four Datsun on the floor. The I, think. Uh, I have no idea how we ended up talking anyway, about him. Anyway, anyway, we're back. <laughs> talking gibberish again. Well, I, well, yes, well, I was just saying, well, you know, it's great to have, uh, great to be back. And you know what? We're in the same studio now. Well, it's good, I mean, it? we're not, you know, in this ISO 7.4B or whatever no, we well, I think we're... We're post ISO. Uh, we're post ISO. Um, still pre COVID. Yes. Post COVID uh, part two, but still national emergency. Three, but still in an emergency state. Yeah, right. Okay. Mm. So make sense. Of what any does of that. that mean? What it means <laughs> is every week, wherever yes. you go into, yes. you're not sure whether you have to wear a mask or not. Yes. Right. And I went to Tassie, and I had you to did. get a permit. Oh. To go from a green zone oh. to a green zone. Oh, this is the traffic light system. The traffic light system, right. which I like. So it wasn't the fact you need to get a permit to go through the intersection. I didn't know. The traffic didn't. lights change colour. It's You're not like when you had to have a permit to, to go out of your 5K and, zone. And don't you mess like up. a worker's permit. That uh, we had don't you mess up. That, uh, they'll send you to Port Arthur. That's right. Well, I've been <laughs> there too. They'll, they'll tidy up a couple of things down there and have but you I like, away. I like the traffic light system. See, at least some yeah. orders come out of the chaos. No, I, like, I do like that. So I think it's yep. order. It's good. Yep. I like it. Yep. So it's simple. I like simple things. And I've seen lots of um, lots of big testing places now too. There's pop up testing. I think yes. is the term <laughs> now. Pop up. It's pop up testing. It used to be pop up retail, but retail's no, dead. And it seems to be in the areas where we've had a couple of those little breakouts in the little last wobbles. few weeks. So you know, there was one down in Black Rock. I think there's one yes. in Brighton. There's one. Uh, old mate went to. Now, did you follow old mate that it was in Keysborough the other day? He's gone to two Bunnings. Yeah. He's gone to two tennis courts. Mm. He's doubled up on everything. <laughs> he's got a very he's what, a very busy bloke. Why do you have to go to Bunnings twice? Was he forgot the screws when he was doing <laughs> the patio? Got, he's got screws yeah. loose, yeah. mate. That's what I reckon. Yeah. That's his problem. Mate, I've done that many times. I've been to Bunnings twice. With yeah, and I've you only get back the second time for the sausage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, it's great that to... That says uh, more about you than uh, it says about me. Well, I'll tell you what. I did hear the fantastic story the other day. There's some bloke who it was being absolutely... Um, lambasted by his colleagues because he took the family to Bunnings. Yes. Only to get a sausage. <laughs> well, it's next... called an outing. It's just, yes, he took them out for lunch. Well, he's probably got custody of the children for the weekend. No, he was with his wife. Oh, he <laughs> took her as well. <laughs> I think he may might have, have been even, their anniversary. He might have even had onions. Who knows? <laughs> on the bottom. <laughs> on the bottom, just to, be, just to be cantankerous. Correct. Well, it's good well, to have you back. It's good to see you, yes. and I've, I've been sort of following your... your, your Path of uh, yes. travel and well, we had, all we things. Took summer off, didn't we? We we did. We, we thought we just need a little re- just to freshen up. Yeah. And uh, in keeping with tradition, and uh, and the only way we know how to operate, we've had our thirty second production meeting. Yeah. <laughs> and again, we've realised that we read completely different things and we yes. see different things. I tell you what, we haven't uh, talked about any of them. yet. We haven't talked about any of them yet. We're already about thirty five minutes in. <laughs> and I don't know how long we're in, but it doesn't matter. Hey, I tell you what, I've got something disappointing to share with you. Yes. Um, I don't know. Shall I share it with you now and get it out of the way? It's a bit well, of a rant. Now that you've mentioned it. It's a bit of a rant because you were kind enough to uh, introduce uh, myself and my bride to a uh, particular um, uh, culinary uh, location. Close by. Close by. Mm. And, uh, and we've enjoyed that um, a couple of times since. Yes. Um, but we did, ha- and I won't name them. No, well, so this not is not sponsors of the show. This is so not a sponsor, and and otherwise it would have to be under name and shame and mm. you know, and end of the game, right? That's right. <laughs> then it would be, be like Darren Hinch, then. <laughs> name naming and shame. And shame, end of the game. <laughs> anyway, we rock up, and this particular establishment was due to close at three o'clock. Mm. We got there at two o'clock, yes. so a bit of a later lunch. So uh, we've uh, gone in and we've sat down. They're not very good on the customer service piece, I find. Yes. Unfortunately, they could just. Sort I don't of, think they've built in the margin I, for customer no, service. No, no, because which is what we kind of like. We about. we just thought, you know what? They, the first thing they said to us, we close at three o'clock. 
Okay. It's a good uh, front of house. Lucky it's only two o'clock then, so is that okay? Yep. Sit down. Over here. <laughs> now, you're giving it away. <laughs> yeah. It's not French, right? It's not French. <laughs> anyway, I'll, I'll come back. Yeah, to, yeah. Uh, so we sit down. Cut a long story short. I said, and as you know, there's a little um, wooden receptacle hmm. that holds what? Well, it holds all of the, all of the condiments. All of the condiments. Right? So you've got your so chilli sauce, you've got, your chili you've got sauce, vinegar, and you've got your soy sauce. sauce. Yeah. Anyway, so um, we've ordered, and some food's arrived, and we said, uh, could we please have the... And there was tables with... The, Bring the box. Uh, there was a couple of boxes still left. There weren't many people in there, right? <laughs> I won't tell you about the bloke that turned up at 10 to 3. <laughs> anyway, so we're sitting there, got our food, and we, we like the food, and we said, can I have the condiments, please? Yep, Okay. So anyway, they come back. What do you reckon our condiments were in when they came back? Oh, they would have been takeaway containers. They were in takeaway containers. Just in case you didn't finish by three. Well, so that's no, forward thinking. No, we were told <laughs> they'd already started the dishes and they were washing the condiments box. So we were given the plastic containers I mean I'm almost shaking in disbelief still you know I've, already, I've only just recovered uh, I broke out in hives over this one yeah. um, so I I, I just so, about I just about lost I just about did, did you, my dander. I did introduce you to this place yeah did, did I not say yeah the reason we like it yeah is because it's BYA yeah <laughs> That was probably the mistake we made. We didn't. Which, we, we didn't take. We which, didn't take any wine with us. Which means that uh, they've got less margin to play so, with, with the finer points of service. But they do. They do tell you if you pay by cash, it's ten percent. It's ten percent off. That's the other piece. So anyway, not many I, places do that these days. That got my dander up, right? All oh, right, you haven't so, been back. No, uh, no, uh, no, no. I haven't. But I actually gave them a spray. Oh, I just said, can I tell you? Oh, just That's respectfully, cust- yeah, respectfully, right. you know, professional spray. Yes. But it's, yeah. um, I said that's the worst customer service ever. I said you're not closing till three o'clock. Well, then, did they I have say. a suggestions box? Uh, well, they then went into their local language, and the <laughs> box arrived like that. <laughs> Old mate who was cleaning the table next to me looked across and went, "Oh no, said, grumpy white man wants box. So, Get him a box. Yeah. <laughs> Get him whatever he wants." Um, but it was just uh, it was good. it was priceless. And then, as I say, old mate, and his wife walked in at ten to three, and uh, I don't know how nah. they, I don't know how they managed. But and I'll tell you on the flip side, do you know that they're part of a, a chain? Are they? Yes, I did not. And know. in fact, I've eaten at their uh, sister, brother, cousin, whatever it is, <laughs> in Tiro Grove, South Yarra. Oh, there you go. Twice now, and it's brilliant. And right. it's uh, well, absolutely brilliant. Um, and I'll tell you what I found most pleasing was. We actually made a booking, but what I found was they were turning people away. So how good's that for a sign for things sort of bouncing back? People were turning up at sort of seven thirty, quarter to eight, and they were going, "Really sorry, but we're fully booked." And if there wasn't forty people on a table upstairs, all these blokes kept piling in with a bottle of plonk each, and they all scarped yeah, upstairs. Got room upstairs. Oh mate, it was, it was it was heaving. They're yeah. out on the footpath, and they got tables out there. So anyway. Hats off to the South Yarra piece, and uh, not so much the local piece. Very good. So, oh, well, yeah, that's, that's was that a bit of a ramble? Well, a bit of a ramble, but that's okay. Anyway, you're just, you're just expressing some of your dining well, experiences I mean, you've had. That's fine. you know, it's such a competitive market, and they've all been doing it so tough for so long. Wouldn't yeah. you think they'd just be tripping over themselves? Well, I'll, I'll to... give you the reverse story of that. Oh, can you? I can. Yeah. Because I went out specifically to Dunkeld. Yeah. On the weekend. Yeah, because I tried to get you to lunch and you said to me, I'm a little bit far away. I'm set on three and a half hours away <laughs> with the bride. You missed a good lunch. For an anniversary. Or <laughs> well, I had a better dinner. <laughs> Did you? I'm tipping you. <laughs> I'm tipping. Um, stayed there, package, degustation. Oh, you know, how good's the Dega? Dega. How good's the Dega? And I didn't go with the matching wines because, you know, it's never enough. <laughs> Well, that'd be like, that's like, just wine tasting it's, like, like, it's just like precipitation in a glass. Yeah, the, line, the line's just way too no, low. it's way too low. The tide's out. So I go I go full toad odds. And I had the sommelier eating out of my hands. Oh. And he brought across this boot. So we're going well. Yeah. So that before they even start on the first course, they've brought you in a, a mousse-bouche. A mousse-bouche. And then a palate cleanser. And then you start. Oh. So it's, it's yeah, you know, I was full right. by, by number three. Right. But anyway, you got... 
long time to go. So he brings out these big 25,000 bottles in the cellar out there. Whoa. It's the second largest private collection of French Burgundy in the Southern Hemisphere. Oh, I, I read that on your post. And I went, they've got a private tour. Yep, I saw your little video piece there. Wine Porn. What? Amazing. <laughs> amazing. So anyway, he brings the the leather-bound document oh, of wine. The leather-bound. So I could flip through it. Right. And, and where the cover goes, it's just when you open it, and you yeah, start going. Lovely. You start going. Lovely. Now, so I'll just be a minute to ask. Yeah. And he comes over 10 minutes later and he said, um, I call that the date killer. Because <laughs> he said, I've seen you reading that for 10 minutes and you haven't spoken to your bride. <laughs> <laughs> to ask her what she'd like. <laughs> he said, can I help keep your date alive? <laughs> Which is the exact reverse service experience. So he, he said, like, I'm looking for something like this and I want this. He said, these are your options and boom, boom, yep. shakalaka, boom. Yep. It arrived. Done, decanted, beautiful, oh. all that, oh. you know. Never missed, didn't, didn't miss a beat. Yeah. Beautiful all night, perfect experience, but you pay for it. I was going to say, did Chubb bring, did Chubb bring the invoice? I, I, had, I had a wooden <laughs> box. I had a wooden box all the way through. <laughs> I had everything going on. I had any condiment you wanted, oh. anything you wanted, any time. Very Brilliant. Good. Very, good. very, very good. Well, that's one of those experiences. So you would, you would love it, yeah, love it, yeah, love it. Yeah. And then the second night, they got a second restaurant. Wow. Which is a la... Kala, mm. which is beautiful as well. So but, it goes well. But that, you have to, do you not have to put that into the category of, that's not just that's dinner. Fine that's fine ex- No, that's an experience it is. though. And therefore you never look at what it costs. It costs what it costs. Correct. You're going to pay for it. You know, you know when you're on your bucket list things? You yeah, got, yeah. That's, an, yeah, that's, a, little, that's a little tick for me, that one. Yeah. Don't need to go back. Yeah. But Yeah, tick. 100%. Fantastic. No, no, no. Very and good. then when I was there, no, yep. we... Uh, Yep. Where we uh, went to the Grampians. When was the last time we went to the Grampians? Oh, I'll tell you what, last time I went to the Grampians. school camp I, or something. No, no. Uh, but I went to the Grampians, and the last time I did go there, I camped there. Camp? I camped in the Grampians. And it rained camping. for two days. I got, yeah. a bit, I got a bit wet. So I t- it's the most magnificent spot, isn't it's, it? I went to Mackenzie Falls, which uh, you would have been yes. to. It's brilliant. Yep. Yep. But uh, I had lunch at Stall. Opposite yeah, the Oval. Yeah, or the Stall Gift. Well, that's correct. Yes. And they've got the cricket. Are they playing cricket? Yep. The Stall Cricket Club. Yep. And that's where they run the gift. They've got a th- sign on the fence said, start. Oh. And on the other side of the Oval, finish. <laughs> and they've got their own They've got their own yep. um, scoreboard. So they've got like a cricket uh, uh, score. Right. And they've got the Stall Gift scoreboard. Ah, right. And they've got a Hall of Fame. Oh. Had a look at that. Yeah. But Who's I'd, in the Hall I'd of Fame? Met. Well, a good friend of mine won it one year. I used to work with him. He won in 1980. John Dynan is his name. John so I Dynan. took a photo of that, sent it to him, and he said, thank you, Rats, because it was on a, um, a big piece of um, granite. Yes. And he said, that's the uh, only time I want to see my name engraved oh, in granite. On stone. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. uh, that was good. That was a good weekend. Brilliant. I'd never been to stalls. Well, you said to me last year you were going to uh, frequent the uh, the countryside of Victoria and go and support the locals. And yes. So you've done well. We'll be back in a sec, mate. Okay. School zones are now in operation, so please drive carefully. Stop the pigeon. Stop the pigeon. Stop the pigeon. Stop the pigeon. And tune into Pigeon Radio Australia with Racing Pigeon news and interviews and weekly race results. Interviews with champion Racing Pigeon flyers from all over the world. Every Wednesday from 10am to 12pm, right here on your Racing Pigeon community station 88.3, Southern FM. The sounds of the Bayside. On FM, online, and on TuneIn, 24-7. This is 88.3 Southern FM. You're listening to Two Smoking Guns with Scotty and Rutsy. And uh, what a bit of... Well, that was a oh, bit that of fun. A, that, that was a bit of fun. That, that our, our little uh, welcome back sort of introduction piece. I, I think I managed to drag you off the course. I took you down wow. some crazy lane. I was talking about Lincoln being assassinated while old mate looking after him was in the booth. Welcome back but to it, Two Smoking Guns it, and all well, the stuff that we ramble on about. This is just what you get. All right. So we've got... But I'll tell you what, we've got some fun stuff. Um, oh, I, I, this so much stuff to talk about. We've now, been so away so long. I wanted to talk to you about my favourite story of the week. Yeah, you do that. Um, which is a couple of blokes. Yes. Uh, police are on the lookout. Oh. 
for two kinky crooks. Oh, so they're not helping the police with their inquiries no, at this stage. No, they haven't Police are on the lookout yes. for two kinky crooks who made off with a headless life-size sex doll uh, from an uh, adult entertainment store on Australia Day. I've got a feeling I'm, I'm so made. So this is a sex doll without a head. Okay. And we won't go there. Okay. Uh, but just enough said. The article goes on. Right. Because it's very well written. Right. Adding to their stimulating haul, <laughs> oh, the, no. the pair also scooped up a booty, <laughs> a booty of high-end vibrators valued oh. in, at around ten thousand dollars. Right. It goes on. The Randy Robbers <laughs> smashed their way into sexy land, Airport West, oh. and located Kitty. Oh. A 168 centimetre tall, 45 kilo female form doll. Right. Kitty retails up to $4,500 yes. and features realistic parts. Yes. Scotty. Right. Um, one of the bandits uh, ho- hoisted Kitty over his shoulder and awkwardly made his way out of the store. Unfortunately, on the way to the pair's getaway car, or getaway ute, it says. <laughs> <laughs> Kitty's head fell off in the car park. Right. Yes. Gripped by urgency. <laughs> oh, my it's very well written, as I said. <laughs> Gripped by urgency, the clumsy thieves tossed Kitty's body onto the front seat of their Fort Ranger ute. Yes. Which was sporting style number of plates, typically. Yes. And took off, leaving her head complete with its startled look and pouty lips behind. <laughs> Oh, you can imagine this going down, aren't you? It comes with pouty lips. It comes with pouty Surprise me. Surprise me. So, uh, ask for a quote. Yeah. Um, Sexyland's marketing director, who I won't yeah. mention her name. Yeah. She said, um, the COVID-19 lockdown last year had created a spike in sales for Kitty and similar adult products. <laughs> <laughs> Victoria, please confirm they're investigating burglary. <laughs> you can imagine, too, bloke. It's Australia Day. They're going, oh. gee, gee, what do you want to do today, Barry? Oh, when we go and knock off sexy land. Oh, I, I think we need a kitty. And they're going to get home and they're going to go, oh, where's the head? <laughs> I'll tell you, anyway, the, only, the only problem. Very the, funny story. The only problem they've got yeah. is that. They'll be able to get fingerprints off Kitty. <laughs> They'll be able to dust her down <laughs> and get fingerprints so. possibly. Be able to do a whole lot of so uh, uh, that caught my eye. I, well, I, I'm not even sure <laughs> where we go from there. I, there's, there's nothing that would segue no. or, <laughs> or even no. parallel <laughs> that story. No, but I'll clean oh. it up now. Did you know yes. that... Um, they're no. going to put some cricketers on postage stamps. Oh, now I did. Hear, I heard something the other day about somebody saying, oh, I'm not sure what the back of my head licked. Correct. <laughs> Look at his split. Um, Ricky Ponting's one. They, uh, so six of Australia's greatest cricketers. Yeah. I don't know who chose them. Yeah. Very interesting. To, so um, we featured on new postage stamps as part of the 25th annual Australia Post Legends Awards. Right. The so lineup you got being celebrated for their sporting excellence and contribution to the community is as follows. Yes. Ricky Ponting. Yeah. So very – he was quoted as saying, never in my wildest dreams did I think that I'd have my head on a stamp. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, I suppose, the thing you would say. Yes, I guess so. Um, Alan Border. A.B. Captain Grumpy. Yeah. Adam Gilchrist. Oh, right up. Jason Gillespie. That's hey, one out of the box. Dizzy. Dizzy. Dizzy Gillespie. Dennis Lilly. Did Dizzy make a double hundred? Dizzy did. Did he make 202 or 212 or something? Did Dizzy? By mistake? Dizzy did. Dizzy did, did he? Dizzy did, did he? <laughs> uh, Annalise Perry. Oh, sorry, which, who, was which, the, who was the one after Dizzy? Dennis Lilly. Oh, DK. You licked the back of his stamp. Yeah. Smells of Brute 33. Yeah, yeah. And Elise Perry, which is, she's a star. And if you lick the front, you get his chest air. <laughs> yeah, very good. So they're, um, they're available um, in March from the Australia Post and ten for those. Right. Get some of those on your envelope if you're still posting things. Do you think um, young Michael would be upset the fact that he didn't make it? He'd be on the next round. You think so? Yeah, with right. Goat. Goat will be oh, on the next goat one. Goat would have to be on the next round. Goat. What about, wouldn't they have had... Steve wouldn't, Smith and those guys would be on the next Merv round. Merv have almost been there before. If you lick the I back mean, of Steve Smith's one, it's a bit sandpapery. <laughs> it's a bit rough <laughs> on your tongue, you reckon? 
yeah. you lick the back of Merv Hughes if he did it, you'd just be bourbon. <laughs> be bourbon. <laughs> he, well, yeah. And he was inducted in the Hall of Fame the other day. Did you see that? Well, he was. Yep. Which is a lovely segue yep. to a little article I saw. Right. Which is a great story, yes. Merv. And you see the footage. Right. He's inducted to the Hall of Fame. Yes. And... Um, He's uh, got all the people, you know, the movement he does yeah, in right. Bay, Bay 13. They all follow him and all that sort of stuff. That's uh, that's really good. Yes. But um, what's he most famous for, apart from bowling and uh, enjoying a healthy thirst, is his moustache. Oh, the moustache. The moustache. Yes. So, if a national competition was ever held to select Australia's most famous sporting moustache... Yep. Surely oh. Swervin Mervin Swervin would yep. be on the podium. And yep. I reckon he would be on a podium finish. But yep. I'm going to take you through a few other Australian sporting oh, I stars already. with yep. a few good moustaches. There'd be a tennis player in there, I would have Starting with John Nuke. Absolutely. You beauty Nuke. He had a ripper. I reckon he had his insured. Well, he did for $13 million. <laughs> <laughs> 13 million so, dollars. So what did he have it insured for? The fact that somebody might come up if, he, if he'd if gone and got uh, Arthur Twist well, and is, then shaved it off in the middle of the night? an urban myth that it was insured. Yeah, okay. I'm not yeah. sure it really was insured. All right. Then there was the guy we just mentioned on the postage stamp, Dennis K. Lilly. D.K. He had a ripping moustache. Yes, he did. And I'll give you a few others. Move to sailing. Uh, oh, uh, not Lexon, but... Um, John Bertrand. Yeah, Bertrand. He had a Bertrand. good one. Yep, absolutely did. And if we move to football, AFL football, that is. Oh, Bristol. Well, he had one. But uh, Ron Barassi. Oh, Barassi. He has yeah, the beauty. Yeah, Barassi was a beauty. And yep. Lee Matthews. Yes, had a good lethal. Yeah, if, le- we, if we go over the border to Queensland, which we're allowed to do now, yes. we go Wally Lewis. Oh, yeah, Wally? Yeah, a good one. Okay, yep. So then, I turn my attention. Yes. I pass the sporting arena. Right. To famous moustaches ah. in history. In history. Hmm. All right. I give, you, I give you, I tend to these as evidence, Your Honour. All right. Groucho Pro- Marx. Proceed. Groucho <laughs> Marx. Yep. Groucho, good one. Salvador Dali. Salvador Dali. Yeah, the big pointy one. Uh, oh, right yes, like yes. Yeah, it, it, almost, it almost doubled as sort of rabbit ears for a yes, television. it was like antennas. <laughs> like antennas. Correct. Correct, yes. Hulk Hogan. Oh, yeah, his was good. The yeah, big, white one. Big and bushy. Yes. Yep. Freddie yep. Mercury. Yes. Famous one. Yes, very famous Famous one. singing moustache. Yep. yep. I give you Charlie Chaplin, the little one. Yes. The little one. Yeah, yeah. The little, tiny little the one. Little there. one. Okay. The little one. Just the little one. Yes, I'm not yeah. giving you the other German guy. No, no, I've no. Left no. him off I've, the list. I've got you. I've got you. Albert Einstein. Yes. Had a beauty. Yes, he did. Yeah, I reckon there was more there than was on his head. Yes, got you. <laughs> Correct. Or, or on the top of his head, I should say. <laughs> I'm giving you a couple of actors now. Uh, Bert right. Reynolds. Bert, oh, yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Much in that ripper. vein. Yeah, yeah, big, thick. And in the similar vein, Tom Selleck. Yep, absolutely. Remember Tom Selleck yep. with the Hawaiian shirts and the yeah, big... Yeah, oh, uh, no, mate, yep. got him. Down pat. Lionel Richie. Yes, yes. He had that a good was one. very much uh, his look. And and the smallest, faintest, most faintest one of all was Prince. You could oh, yes. It was, it was almost it. like a, a mascara a, line. Just a bit of fuzz. Really, yeah, just yeah, of, just, yeah. Pathetic, really. Pathetic, but really. <laughs> It's certainly not in the vein of uh, no. other other notables. I give you Ron Burgundy. Right. Will <laughs> I can't stop laughing every time I see that bloke. Seriously, <laughs> it does whatever character he's in. It's brilliant. Did you, did you happen to see the the Super Bowl ad that Will no, did? No, I didn't. Oh my goodness no, I didn't watch me! Any of that. You've got it. Go and find it. It'll be on YouTube. It's all about electric vehicles yeah. and, and what the Europeans are doing. Oh, he's brilliant. Ron Absolute. Burgundy. You know how much the ad on the Super Bowl cost? Oh, half a. Seven mil. Seven? Seven mil for Seven a 30 bricks. second ad. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was something like $120,000 a second. That's enormous. So you multiply that by 30 seconds. Yeah. yeah, it's a bit of coin. Two more. Yep. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Yes, yes. And my final yes. submission, Your Honour. Yes. Borat. Oh, <laughs> 
Borat. Don't you love him? Oh, Borat. He's in Australia. Uh, he, he, Sasha? He, well, he lives here he now. He's living I'm, here I'm, with Isla. I'm told. Yeah. I, I did read about that. He's, um, what I did read is that he's actually made something for one of the TV pieces. Has he? One of the, you know, the network dial-up yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's, uh, he's just shot, I don't think it's a commercial. He's just shot something with um, Curios yeah. and with Ash Barty. Oh, like like one of those he's, uh, Uber. He, he's the, U- Uber he, Eats he's the grumpy. Uh, he's the grumpy tennis um, aficionado. Oh, he's, the, he's the he's the court judge. <clears throat> he's the court umpire. In which persona? I don't. Uh, in in a new character. Oh, a new character. Yeah, a new character of a grumpy, a grumpy idiotic, <laughs> uh, and you know g- gives violations for things that just aren't, aren't remotely real or oh, understandable. He, he's, he's very, fa- very big good. favorite of the program. Yep. No, I think he, I think he might be. Listening. There you go. I might just thought, a, apropos of nothing, I just thought, in honour of Merv, right, and his great contribution well, to cricket, I thought I'd just well, wheel you through some. Mustakas there. Well, maybe then. Um, this bike doesn't have a mustaka, but speaking of all things sort of strong and bold, yes. Uh, what about if I talk to you about, uh, and you, you might have something that might be able to help me here, uh, would you happen to have a little bit of um, uh, Dan Andrews potentially with a famous saying that he might have... Uh, As best fought- we can tell, the pub is shut. That's not appropriate. I can't be any clearer than that. That's what's most important. The pub. That's what's most important. Beers. We had a case last week. As best we can tell, the dinner party started with one case. By the end of the dinner party, almost everybody at the dinner party had a case of beers. 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 People simply take this seriously rapidly. Get on the beers. That's your civic duty. That's what's most important. And that's what must be done. (laughs) Oh, mate, that's good. I'm glad I'm back on the beers. Oh, you are? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Some people said to me, Yep. You know, Rutsy, um, you're considering doing Feb fast. <laughs> and I said to them, the last time yeah. I did that, all my friends disappeared. Yeah, it was the worst hour of your life. <laughs> <laughs> it's. Uh, I did it a couple of years ago, and we, uh, we 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 taunted with the concept this time around, and actually got four days in. Yeah, that yeah, was enough. <laughs> yeah, enough. Uh, there was, it was. It's just silly. Congratulations <laughs> anyway. on four days. <laughs> Should be oh, awarded, no, look, I can, should be awarded no, a medal. And, and those that are doing it, good on you. Good on um, But uh, it's not for everybody. Not for it's, everybody, uh, Scotty. Anyway, that's just how things roll. That's hey, right. how about the tennis? The tennis is on us. Well, it's a m- remarkable that they've got this up, really, well, when you think about it. And, and I think good on them yep. because... Everyone, there's too many naysayers. Oh, you're going to bring the virus in. Well, no. They've quarantined. They're good. They're good to go. They're not going to catch it here because there's no virus here, Neville. Yeah. <laughs> and um, we get to watch some tennis, which, frankly, I prefer to watch than some of the Big Bash stuff because they've got a bit boring. Uh, yeah. yeah. It but it's hits. really important for Tennis Australia because the money they make goes yep. to all the junior programs. Yeah, yeah, so really, really important. And uh, I think it's great that um, we can show the world that we can put on a sporting event, yep. do that, gives hope for the AFL, gives hope for the NRL, gives hope for everyone that's trying to run a comp- sporting competition. And it just gets confidence back. Confidence back in the system. People can go to a sporting event yep. and feel, you know, gives them the feeling that they're back living yep. a proper life. So, because I can't wait. I won't go, probably won't go to the tennis. No. Not this year. But I can't wait to go to the footy. Well, there's a oh, Thursday night game coming yeah, up. You know, that yeah, against the get blues. me all over hey? that. <laughs> Shut up and take my money, as I quite go. I think I'll be meeting you at the train station Correct. right away for us to go in. And, but anyway, uh, the tennis is good, so you were going to say. Yeah. But, but so, it comes with some shocking upsets, results. Yeah, well, yes, that's true. And then I've got something that's even more shocking than that. And oh. I'll talk to you about that after this. Um, but uh, our boy uh, Dimitrov. Is he our boy? Dimitrov? Well, yes, he's naturalised. Well, but he's Bulgarian. <laughs> oh, I know. It might be the other place is it that's the other? <laughs> So we're trying to pinch one that's not ours. Okay. Um, well, anyway, uh, he um, he knocked off um, Chilik. Yeah, I saw that last night. Martin Chilik. Uh, Marion Chilik. Oh, Marin Chilik. I beg your pardon. Yeah, the, 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 the glasses up. He's uh, Marin Chilik from yeah, Chile. Very good. Chile. And then I, and we were having a bit of a chat off air, but, and I was saying um, uh, Nisha, Nisha Corey, 
I thought it, it was only a few short years ago. He was in a final or a semi-final. He, he might was... be in the veteran class now, so, is he? Well, I don't know, but he's Japanese, yeah, uh, obviously. Clearly. But he's uh, he got run over. And he's actually, un- it looks as though he's unseated. There's no number next to him, but he got knocked off by number 15, um, Pablo um, Charena. Charena or Carino. Something like that. Escobar? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Colombia. Colombia. Uh, um, and then, oh, there's a piece. I did see a piece in the paper. And I was, I was, uh, was going to cut it out. Uh, there was a player, um, a Frenchman, who, so he's been rolled out. Yeah. Well, he's gone on the biggest, this is the worst tournament of the lockdown. The, bleh, bleh. And, mate, you lost. Take your 100K yes, that they get in round right. one, that's get right. on the next plane, and go home, is my advice to you. Anyway, if you don't like it, go. Yeah, it's correct. pretty simple. Alexander uh, Zverev, uh, very good player, German. Uh, so he went through quite comfortably, 6'4", 6'3", 6'2". I love the way you do go into your sports uh, broadcaster uh, you know, just, voice when you just got to drop, just drop it down just a little drop bit. it down about and then, uh, six, four, six, two, and then six, uh, Dominic team uh, who was also in a final I think against uh, Federer or... yes I'm on team team are you on team team yep yeah no he was nice he's my favorite uh, he he played a chap from uh, Kazakhstan who I'm not even going to try and remotely pronounce yeah <laughs> Borat! Can you imagine playing? Imagine Borat coming out and playing tennis. Uh, anyway, so that was pretty much the, the tennis. But and, and I said to you, I thought um, Gail Monfils was still sort of up and about, but uh, and he's ranked number ten in the world still. Is he? And he got rolled. Wow! He got rolled by um, yeah, a bloke from Finland. Let's right. just park that there. All right. <laughs> See you on the other side. This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Travel the world, musically speaking, from the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2 p.m. for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. You're listening to 88.3 Southern FM. FM. You're back with two smoking guns, yes, Scotty and Rutsy, and uh, the tennis, the tennis, the tennis. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to the next two weeks of the tennis. Yeah, no, I look, I continue. I, I was never a huge fan of watching it on television. Uh, I always loved going. Yeah, um, good and, fun. And as we were, we were having a chat saying we probably won't go this year, we'll, we'll consume it via the box. Yeah. Um, and uh, no, I watched the uh, no, I watched the Curios game. So it was. Uh, I didn't get to see it. I was actually playing tennis myself oh, last we? night. Yes. Yeah, he, tennis uh, was back there on was a little, at, at the uh, club. Uh, did you hear about his outburst? I did, but yeah. it wasn't an outburst. I actually find I'm warming to him more and more as the yeah, um, no, as I he just, gets a bit older I, and um, we get past. The, well, he just said he's a nutcase when he goes on the court. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But he's just. He but needs some some, do, some stimulation. Where do you drag up? Can you tell your girlfriend to get out of my box? And it's your brother's girlfriend. Yeah, well, probably a difficult dinner party that later that night. Challenging, or, <laughs> challenging family anyway, dynamic. The point I want to make is fantastic that we've got this tennis tournament. Yep. Right, they've done it with an inch of their lives. We've had some last minute scares. All of all of the above. <clears throat> if I may, mm. Your Honour. Uh, World Surf League's Australian general manager, Andrew Stark, said his organisation tried to negotiate with the Victorian government until late January, but its request to land a private charter plane, so it hasn't been in service anywhere else, it's a private charter plane, it'll all be mopped down, and in Melbourne, with 125 staff and surfers on board, were denied. This in, is for the Bells Beach. This is for Bells Beach. Hmm. In result... Tata Bells Beach. See ya. Hello, Newcastle. Yeah. So they've gone to Merriweather Beach and they're saying all things being equal, you know, it's not like it's a weighty pool and <laughs> they're six inches high. There's some good ways. Newcastle has obviously been known to very, be, very good so produce some good surf. So it won't be about that. And there is some suggestion that there might be a tournament um, at Bells Beach later in the year, but it won't be the Bells Beach. The bell won't ring and at so Bells Beach. And so why does the government want. Go fight so hard for tennis, but not surfing. 
because I reckon there's probably a little bit more money involved in the tennis world than there is in the surfing world, albeit... The Bingo! All the individual Top Gun surfers, I think, probably carve out a pretty nice living these days, but... I would think not maybe... Not exactly a spectator event, is it? Well, it can be, but it's not a big TV event and they don't have international sponsors. I think you've just so, answered your own question, Scotty. I think that's incredibly disappointing. It's been there, I believe, for the better part of 60-plus years. It's got to come back. Um, we've already given Brisbane our football. Now we've given New South Wales our surfing. I mean, the next thing, the Grand Prix, the, the Grand Prix will be in Northern Territory before we know it. If we have one. Or Tasmania. If we have one. Um, yeah. And uh, there, there is a, a little bit of a furor around that as well, because there's half a dozen executives that got bonuses in excess of $60,000 each. Who worked for the whom? Uh, the Grand Prix Corporation. Ah. Yeah, when they didn't for actually... doing what? When they didn't actually have a race. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, they were more challenged because the race didn't go ahead. Oh, of course. Yeah, they had to take stuff down. Busy, busy Yeah, they were busy. People. Busy yeah. people. So, um, but apparently... <laughs> Dan has now put a stop to all executives of every part of government organisations like the Grand Prix Corporation from receiving bonuses going forward. Good on him. <sighs> Don't start me. Hey, speaking of surfing, yeah. have you are you familiar with um, the, the best beach we've got in Melbourne? No. It's in Tullamarine. <laughs> no, I actually... Is this, what, I don't know what it's called. Wobby, well, is it called Wobby's World or something? <laughs> Come by a park. Come by a park. <laughs> Have they, can you surf at the zoo or something there, can you? No, it's this fantastic surf um, facility that they built at Tullamarine. It's about, fan, it's fan, a, so fantastic in inverted well, commas? Well, no, because they're, it's, they're guaranteed waves, and there's different classes, there's different size waves that you can actually go and no, surf. Dial it so up. if you're a little, you know, dial if you're a down. grommet, you know, you can go and start on the little stuff, and yeah. if you're an old head and you've you know, got the big long board, then you can... Anyway, you can go and do that. Oh. Uh, the article I read was actually not about the, the surf place itself, but about a restaurant out there and the magnificent food they share. Uh, share the, the, the food that they serve up. So it's called um, Three Blue Ducks. Uh, not a sponsor of the show. I'm not going to say any more about it, but it looks pretty amazing. But um, I'm going to go out there and check out this, this surfing joint. Oh, because good they, on you. Bit of they research. It's absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. And there are plans that are currently sitting with uh, local government currently for a similar style of um, venue to be built in Dingley. Right. Yes. And they're gonna. It's going to have one of the biggest solar farms that uh, you've ever seen on the roof. I've seen schematics of it. Schematics. Uh, schematics. Mm-hmm. And uh, I.e. drawings. <laughs> right. uh, I've seen the schematics, um, and it looks unbelievable. It's uh, it's enormous. It's got swimming pools. It's got surf waves. It's got beaches. It's got restaurants. It's, it's going to have a, when you can have, man have It'll be like being in Maui and you'll be in Dingley <laughs> or Brayside or something. So, but so they're building one. It, the plans are afoot. Ah, so the plans are in. That's actually quite handy to base. Oh, mate, I can tell you. You can imagine. I I'd be there all day, every day. I, I'm not. So I'm not a, a big, water slide. I'm not a big beach per. I, I don't like the sand. Oh, yes, you are, my bro. Yeah, I don't like the sand much. I love the sand. But, um, but that would be magnificent. And they, has, it got, and the, has it got a water people slide? People are sort of sitting there having lunch and watching all these dudes surf. Has it's it got like, a water slide? Huh? Has it got a water slide? I, no, I don't think so. Because I like no. water slides. Oh, you, <laughs> well, you better go to the Geelong Water Park. Have Goodbye you been there? Park. No, that's no, Geelong. Have you been to the Geelong one? No, what's that called? It's Adventure good. Island? No, Geelong Water Park. Geelong Water Park. <laughs> they haven't got a sponsor. Uh, <laughs> It's just the Geelong Water Park. Oh, yeah. um, they've got the big dipper slide. Yeah, I like the slide. They, they, they've got all that. Yeah, and then like they've that. got the raft where you just light a, a big lilo thing and just yeah. go around. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, they know we went, it was 19 yeah, degrees. Yeah, it was yeah, fantastic. Yeah, you, just make, you don't want to be the first person down the slide because if they haven't got the water temp, if they've left, oh. the, left the water heater on overnight and the water going down is a little bit warm, yeah. a bit scalding. Yeah, that yeah. can happen. You don't want to be that guy. Yeah. Or you don't want to be the guy that takes out the four-year-old because you weigh a bit more than them. You go actually quite fast down, and then you actually yeah. knock out this four-year-old and put him in plaster. Correct. Correct. <laughs> but anyway, uh, now the Geelong one's good. Uh, it's just, as I say, it's a shame that day we went. It was 19 degrees, so it wasn't exactly... <laughs> we thought well, it was going to be a bit... For that. So, so anyway... Just I'm, to summarise, just for the 
So you can come out and have lunch. I can go to the Tullamarine. I'll come and have lunch with you. For, for surfing lessons. Yeah. You can have lessons. And do all that. Yeah. And then they're building another one at Dingley. Dingley well, all the plans are in. It's proposed. But okay. it's, it's, they're having a serious crack at it. So I don't know when so, the decisions... So do we be... think that the Bells Beach Pro-Am might be at Dingley one day? <sighs> Could you imagine? We, yeah, so you can get guarantee the We get a day where there's no swell. And get all the cameras there. Yeah, you, you can... And, and turn the machine up so you get some 10-footers. Correct. Hey? I mean, I don't... Poo poo the idea because oh I'm not because no. I, I was I, I was, can I can I, see I was, it. I was actually two weeks ago three weeks ago yes. I was sitting in the golf club post yep. round yep watching cricket yep and a couple of old blokes came and said listen lads do you mind if we turn it over to the America's Cup oh and we went sure yeah thinking right. Australia too. These things. Oh, yes. These things. Yes, these they look like spacecraft. spacecraft. Yes, they do. They've got these things called foils, which are giant yes. things that hang over the side and give them ballast. Yeah. And when they get up to 20 or 30 knots, they lift the whole thing out of the water. Yeah. Yep. The things travel at 40, 50 K. Yeah. I saw one the other day that flipped. They fly. Yeah. It, and they turn like they're on a, a track, like yep. a, they're on a Mattel Racing track. I turn on a dime. But they race them over this grid and they superimpose the grid for a television event. Brilliant. It's just turn the whole event onto its head. Brilliant. So you're not out at sea watching yeah. them go past this mark. They're doing all these acrobatic stuff. Awesome. And we sat there going, how good is this? So yeah. we joined the old blokes and they told, tell us all about what's going on here. This is I, amazing. I was with you. I, 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 I happened to... I don't know what it was. I think it was a news piece because one of them had seriously flipped yeah, at one some flipped. major speed and blokes yeah. go everywhere. Yeah. And um, But I looked at it and went, this is out of Star Wars, this it, stuff. It, it is amazing. Just, you know, carbon fibre. Yeah. And, and all, the, know, all the sales of Kevlar. Yeah. yeah. And, they, and all the guys in the... In the in the like the trench, yep. That he, that passes. He's doing the four deck gorilla stuff. Yeah, they've all got crash helmets on. Yeah, they all have to know CPR because if they fall out of one of those at sixty, it's like a car accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, that's, that's a, yeah. You know, it's all over. Yeah, that's break your neck stuff. Yeah. Isn't it? it's not like the old days. And my favourite gag about the America's Cup was John Bertrand. <laughs> I heard him speak one night. Yes, and he said, uh, "Yeah, we get, we progressed through the semis pretty easily. We play. We went up against Italy." Yes. And they were pretty easy to really uh, compete against because we always knew when they were going to attack, all the cigarettes would go overboard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. They gave it away. They gave it away. Here they go. Here they go. They're out to attack. <laughs> so all the galois and the, oh. the cigarettes would go over. Um, yeah, so I, amazing. Yeah, amazing I, I thought exactly the same. Brilliant. And I'll tell you... Um, and I suppose, you know, a little bit of, oh, I don't know how they could improve this, but I tell you the other thing I used to enjoy, and I haven't seen it for a little while now, was the Red Bull racing with the, oh, planes, the planes. with yes. And they go between, yeah. you know, and they're pulling 8Gs and yeah. 7Gs and That's going amazing. through these markers. And I just thought, how good would that be at Albert Park Lake? They're serious hey? but pilots. But they're yeah, serious pilots, though, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, they're, they, were, they were showing the, the G... A young fella's doing acrobatics at the moment. Is he? Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Jeepers. Is he, doing the, has he doing, got the pressure suit? No, he's doing the sightseeing stuff down at down, down on the coast. Is he? Bowen Heads, and he's doing a bit of acrobatics as well. Wow. Not to the extent of the Red Bull, but pretty, right. pretty exciting. Right. Not sure I'm keen to go up oh, with him. But... I was going to say, <laughs> are there alternatives to, <laughs> to what he can do? Uh, right. So back to more uh, casual pursuits. Yes. Um, what have you I want to talk me? to you about fishing. Fishing? In particular. We had a chat about fishing the other day. Or... Yeah. Yes. And in particular, yes. Uh, a 10-year-old Lockie Miller. Yes. What's, who what's already what? has an Australian record to his name for the biggest southern bluefin tuna court. Ooh. He's just caught another one. He's right. caught a 20-kilogram fish. Yep. On a six kilogram line. Yeah, can you explain that to me? How does that work when you've got a twenty kilo fish that it should, that'd it should rip up the tarmac? It should break the should. breaking strain on the line. However, right. The remarkable thing. Um, so he caught a, a twenty kilo fish at six kilo line at six years old. Wow. He's now ten. Right. So he's progressed. Yes. He's uh, just hauled in. A whopping eighty-eight kilo tuna. 
88 kilos. Ouch. It's about what we weigh. Yeah. After a good feed at, <laughs> yeah. at Royal Panda. Yeah, and a, and a diet for two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah correct. Okay, that's, that's me at my lowest. Uh, off the southern coast of Tasmania on a 24-kilo line. Get out. Hmm. According to Dad Leo, it was Lockie's stubbornness that got him through the almost three-hour fight with the tuna. Could you, could you imagine just the strain of what that would now, be for that amount of time? Lockie, there's a picture of Lockie here. Right. So Lockie's uh, not t- exactly old, mate. Who tell me in, propor- jeepers, tell me in proportion to the tuna how big Lockie is. Well, I reckon the tuna could eat him. Correct. It's bigger than him. He's it's 10. It's taller than him. He would be... But he's he's 150 centimetres, maybe 160 centimetres. He would be 40 kilos dripping wet. Oh, yeah. Dripping. And he's just caught a fish. He'd have to run around the shower to get wet. He's caught a fish twice as heavy as Oh, him. man. It's got, a, it's got a girth twice his body. It's amazing. That How's is that? unbelievable. I, and I'm still... I'm still trying to comprehend how you do that on a on a line. I mean, is is there a difference between the the weight of the line, as in kilo, and its breaking strain? Is there? Well, no, on a twenty four kilo line, you're not catching fish much above that in theory because they'll break it. But is twenty four kilo line? Is, but what is, you have to do is is that you, like spaghetti yeah, sort of thickness? Look, I'm talking about a subject I'm not. <laughs> okay. So all the fishermen out there, correct me, yeah. but I, I think that's where you have to leave the line go and then you try let and bring run. it back in. Let it right. run. Yeah. So let it run and get tired. So um, his dad said he was crying with agony. Uh, he was very stubborn, but he didn't give up. He said, I offered to take over the line, but he wouldn't let me. Wow. Stubborn so little good guy. on him. Stubborn little guy. So watch out for him. 80 So kilos. if he's gone... 20 kilo at 6, he's done 88 kilo at 10. Look out for when he turns 18. Did it say, say. clearly they must be out in a boat miles and miles out, big deep stuff. Off the south coast of Tasmania, deep, big channel out there. They're running running big out there. You'd want a good sized boat too, I would have thought. How much sashimi comes out of 88 kilos? He'd sell one of those, he'd retire. He could, he could he, open a Japanese just, restaurant. No, he'd, just, he'd just sell that and retire. <laughs> yeah, just put it straight to your super, young man. It'd be worth a bit, wouldn't it? 88 um, I'm going fishing in uh, three weeks' time. I, I, what for? Uh, well, um, uh, members of my dear family bought me a fishing charter spot. Oh, good. So I'm uh, th- two weeks' time. I'm uh, I'm heading down to Skilda at quarter to five in the morning and getting on a uh, charter boat of some description and heading out. Heading out. I'm heading out. On a three-hour tour. <laughs> well, it, I, hope, three I hour hope it is tour. over three hours. I'm not sure. And whatever I catch, they uh, they gut and fill it and give it to me. I'll take it home. So I look, um, I look forward, forward, forward to the full report yeah, on that. Uh, well, we'll, we'll, Next time we catch we'll, up. Uh, well, that, that's, we'll catch up a couple of times before I do. That's not for three weeks. So um, anyway, we've had, uh, we've had a whole bunch of fun d- We're back. today. We're, We're back. back. The guns are back. The guns are back. Um, so, uh, you know, if you want to send something in to us. Uh, <laughs> just, Visit our socials. Go, you go to our social pages Facebooks, or anything like that. All those sorts of things. Uh, have we got an Instagram page? No, we haven't no, yet. We've got a Facebook page. Oh, well, that's a project. All right. We've got to have an Insta this year. Yeah, okay. Thanks for listening. And Thanks we hope you've enjoyed it. And uh, we'll be back and we'll do it all again soon. Okay. See you, Scotty. See you, mate. See you, mate.